and welcome to episode three of The List Makers, a new mini podcast from the Doctor Who show, where we take a top five topic, each list our picks, and discuss them. But there are no hard and fast rules, it is all about the chat. I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And welcome back for our third episode, where our topic is top five worst special effects. <laughs> I think this is going to be fun. This is a new oh, format. Yes. It's very simple. We'll each give our list for this month's top five-ish topics, explain our picks, and then we'll just chat about what we had in common, what we didn't, what we thought of each other's picks, all for about 20 minutes. Rob, how are you? Very, very well, Dave. I'm really pleased to be back doing this again. It was such fun last time. And uh, I'll just throw in as well, we don't try to interrupt each other while we're doing our lists. We do all the chat after the lists are out. That's right. So uh, maybe a few little uh, exclamations of surprise or, 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 or approval. But, uh, but yeah, no, we each give our list and then we have a chat about it. Rob, the topic is top five worst special effects. Some people would say that there are uh, a lot of options to choose from. Others would not be so cruel. But it's your turn to go first. It's time for you to make your list. Here we go. Number five for me, Dave, the Mara in Kinder. Ooh. And I wanted to put this here because I talk so often, so glowingly about Kinder. So I, I wanted to actually call it out on something. The snake is shocking. They try all sorts of tricks to hide what it looks like, like they blur the screen or they keep cutting back to people looking at it through the fence and go, oh, look at that. But there's enough of it on screen to to know that it's atrocious. Well, to see that it's atrocious. The revamped version, the CGI version in the revamp of Kinder is so much better. It looks really great. But in the original, the snake in Kinder, this big pink puppet, it's it's horrible. Can, can I just say, Rob, I, I totally know where you're coming from. And it's the moment where its lower jaw just sort of flops open. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. the moment it loses it for me. There you go. For my number four, Dave, I'm also going with a snake. It's Prisoner Zero in the 11th hour. It just doesn't blend in with its surroundings if you go back and look at it. It's like when you see uh, the making of a big budget film and they show you how they did all the stand-in special effects before they actually did the real special effects. It's like someone forgot to insert the real version of the snake into the show. And, of, of course, we know that's not true. That this, this is actually what they wanted to have on screen. But that's what it's like. And it's a real shame because so much of Smithy's first story is really, really good. But Prisoner Zero, when it becomes the snake, is really, really bad. And I'll just give another snake shout-out. I didn't want to do a third snake, but Jennifer in the Also People uh, also becomes this snake-like thing at one stage and has the actress's real head stuck on it, and it just looks shocking as well. Again, really, really awful. So I seem to have a thing for snakes tonight. <laughs> um, moving on to number three, I'm going to the Ark in Space, and I'm going with the Wirren. Oh! Yeah. And I know it's so easy to have a crack at the classic series, but the Wirren is just crap. It has no sort of life to it. I, I think it's the kind of thing that probably looks really great as a drawing. Like they sketched it and said, oh, it can look like this. But trying to make it look alive is basically mission impossible for this team. You know, the production team. If you were making a video clip collection, I think, Dave, of Classic Who that makes you cringe, this would be on it for me without any doubt in the world. Right. And your top two. 
Top two. Uh, first up, the Lazarus Monster from the David Tennant era. Even when this went out, when was that? 2007, I want to say. Yeah, that would be right. I thought the effect of the, the creature just looked shocking. I mean, it sinks pretty well with the environment. Like, it, it runs through walls and it knocks over glass things and stuff. And that looks actually quite okay, but the actual look of the creature itself, it seems so low res. The textures seem all wrong. The face in particular seems like some really bad computer graphics. It's like something bad off PlayStation 2 (laughs) or something like that. It was ambitious. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's ambitious. Yay. But just the look of it just really cruel things for me. And your top worst five special effect, Rob? Oh, look, Dave, making this list, there are so many that I've missed off, both from Classic and New Who, but I'm going to go with the K1 robot and the unit tank from (laughs) Robot. Now, let's be clear on this uh, up front. The actual human-sized K1 costume is pretty good. Sure, it's very 1950s B-movie man in a suit type stuff, but the design is pretty good, and they've had it on display at exhibitions. I think it was at the Doctor Who experience, and it still looks great today, you know, so that's fine. But when they make it bigger, when they blow it up, when he's picking up Sarah Jane King Kong style, it's just awful. And when you think, well, this can't get any worse, they literally, Dave, push a toy tank onto the screen <laughs> and it's not a very good looking uh, toy tank either it's 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 really a toy <laughs> and they chuck in some sound effects of a tank you know the tracks grinding along like <laughs> and, it, it, and it sounds totally out of place with this little plastic toy that's going across the screen it's just cringe and you never want to show this episode to your friends or family it's just the pits it's the worst it's embarrassing Etc. Etc. <laughs> well, that's a very fun list, um, and then we've got a few things there to talk about. And there's one snake I thought might be coming, and uh, it didn't. So we'll definitely talk about that. Mm. But uh, my list first. Uh, once again, we have got no snaps. None. None. Which oh, wow. maybe maybe goes back to my point that there's a uh, a lot of options <laughs> to choose from. So my top five. I have stuck to a top five on this occasion. I kind of tried to narrow my list down by looking at special effects that are a problem for the story or that ruin a moment. Um, So that's kind of the criteria I've used. At number five, I've got a a special effect from the Pertwee era. It's a moment when the drama's being ratcheted up, there are monsters, there are things going on, somebody's electrocuted horribly, and then a guy in a giant orange doona scrolls onto the screen in the claws of Axos. <laughs> Great. It's only on screen for a few seconds, but that that monster, it's, you know, the Axon golden people were great. The tentacle things were great, but they clearly just gone, look, we need a uh, sort of a blob of Axos to attack them. Um, let's just paint a doona cover <laughs> orange and go with it. And it looks like it, and it's terrible. Shocking. The next one is a special effect that is not necessarily badly done technically, but it is one that where the, the, the look and the concept is so embarrassing that mm. it just takes you out of the story and ruins what should be a dramatic moment. And that is Dalek Sec from the Daleks in Manhattan. His uh. merged face mask with those weird tendrils coming down, the one eye. I can see what they're going for. They've kind of like put a Dalek mutant hat on him. Yes. Um, but I just remember just 
everyone I know, myself included, just laughing so hard when we saw that. It was so ridiculous as an effect. And you just couldn't take the rest of the story seriously, just looking at these sort of dangly things wobbling off his face for the rest of the and, story. And he's in the suit as well. Yeah, in the suit. And like like you said about the, the wearing, I can imagine sitting around going, imagine this, like the guy, he's in a perfect 1920s suit, and then he's got like a Dalek mutant on top of him, and it's all merged together. And makeup can do this, and yeah. it just doesn't work, though. No. <laughs> uh, number three is just another example of something that should be good because it's a key cliffhanger moment. Uh, And this is the insect from the Nightmare of Eden where it's meant to be a big deal that Romana's staring at this projection, so she thinks, of a planet. And then an insect's meant to fly out of the screen and then sting her and she collapses and we build towards the cliffhanger. Mm. Instead, a little silver sort of visual effect just sort of bobs <laughs> out of the screen. You go, well, how, what, what, what's that? Uh, yeah. And then it stings and then sort of just floats away. And, you're like, and then, it's, oh, it must have been an insect. Like, that looked nothing like an insect. And um, <laughs> it wasn't any better 10 years later when they did the bees from Time of the Rani. So a shout out to them as well. The, That's uh, true. The yes. killer bees, which are just a video effect. Oh, Yes. Uh, number two, my top two worst special effect I'm giving to the whole planet in Underworld. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just, just look, desperate attempt to do it, but just the CSO just wasn't up to it. They weren't able to get the people standing right. You've got all these people that look like they're floating in corridors and things <laughs> that don't quite match. And then the bit where they're sort of trying to float down the center and then the dragon special effects. It's that whole planet is just embarrassing. Terrible story, terrible script. But when your story is called Underworld, you need to make Under the World look good, and it doesn't, and it's a failure that lets the story down. I agree. Which brings me to my top worst special effect, which is also a problem because it is the fundamental premise of the story, mm-hmm. and that is Kroll from The Power of Kroll. Oh, we almost had a snap there. There you go. Now, don't get me wrong, listeners. The Kroll puppet itself is a pretty good puppet. It's got its tentacles, it's got the teeth with the claws, it can wave around a lot. For a 1970s puppet, it looks pretty fine. It's okay. But the way it's been shot, the actual special effecty part of it, where they haven't matted in the background properly, where they've got that yeah. hard cut over the swamp, and then where the scale of the puppet for Kroll doesn't match the scale of the refinery, which is obviously just in a bathtub... Yes. And you just have this giant crawl thing sort of flopping over this matchstick refinery. that It would absolutely smash this thing. Um, it doesn't work at all in its execution. And if the premise of your story is the Doctor Who's biggest ever monster, and it's called the Power of Kroll, Kroll needs to be good. I mm. like the Power of Kroll. It's not a bad story, but sorry, that is a bad special effect. Yes. Rob, the first thing I've got to say to you, because you went down a snake theme. <laughs> Quite unintentionally. I don't know what that was. Maybe it was Freudian. Who knows? <laughs> um, the snake that I was expecting could be coming then was the jelly snake from the telly movie. Oh, gosh. That's pretty shocking as well, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe that could be a combined honourable mention for us. Yeah. I'll throw in another shout out to that as well. Gosh. Yeah, what is it about snakes? But the the ones I picked, they they're just all they're terrible, awful. So once again, kind of like crawl, even if you can get the look of a snake being kind of okay, and, and even Buffy did this. There was an episode of Buffy with a giant CGI snake where they spent like half the season budget 
getting this thing right. And it looks good. And most of these things like look okay. But, but snake movement is just apparently really, really difficult to do. Oh, yeah, there's that. But also with, with a couple of mine here, like the Lazarus monster in Prisoner Zero, it's the texture. The, mm. the texture just doesn't look right. It looks it looks flat. It doesn't look like it's in the environment that the, the other actors are in. It doesn't look lit properly. It looks plasticky. It looks it looks super duper fake and i and obviously i know cg is fake and you know even even in marvel movies with all their huge budgets they still have ropey special effects at times so i know this stuff must be hard to get right you know so it's no sort of disrespect to the people who sit there for hour after hour making this stuff up i don't think any of them set out to make a crappy looking snake Uh, but it's it's so strange it's it's like I said with the Lazarus monster, he's like a PlayStation 2 sort of character. It's... Oh, I don't know how it gets onto the screen, or you, by which I mean how they don't sort of say, well, let's do this in a different way, like let's put more shadow on it, or let's let's try and hide it a little so it's not as glaringly in your face, you know? But they, they don't often do that. They just put it out there in your face. It doesn't look good. Move on. Before we wrap up the snake theme, I've got to ask you another question, Rob. Hmm. The snake from Snake Dance, better, worse, or just kind of the same? It's, it's pretty much the same. Same, same, but different, as the kids would say. Yeah, and, and like the one from Kinder, I, I think they both kind of look okay as static shots. Like, they're not believable snakes, but kind of like Kroll, they look okay. It's the moment when the bottom jaw, in both cases, just flops open, and it is obviously <laughs> just fake. It, that, that's, that's the problem with both of those. Um, yeah. Now, when this topic was pulled out of Turlo's Hat of Rassilon at the end of our last episode, yes, I wondered to myself if this would end up being 10-zip for Classic versus New. Right. And it's ended up not being that at all. It's been, in fact, 7-3, which is not too bad. Is it because they're better? Is it because they're better at judging it? Is it just more money? Is it more technology? Um, and a note here, I don't think we've got anything from the 60s no we haven't no you know because i think black and white hides a lot of flaws you know i find and so when i watch an old black and white not only do i have the thought in my head oh well it was the 60s you know this is the best they could do and they were often well pretty much always working with practical effects and i think practical effects always look better than special effects um, like computer-generated effects. Obviously, they, they didn't sort of have that in the 60s. So I think you can almost rule a line under the 60s. That's not going to get looked at, I don't think, in a list like this too much. But for me, I, my short list had just as many New Who as Classic, and it was actually kind of a toss-up. Oh, do I have three Classic and two New Who, or three New Who and two... How do I sort of balance this? Because I had a short list with all sorts of stuff on it from both eras, and I think you're looking at different things when you're looking at the creature from the pit, I mean, good God, that almost made my list, you know, because it's just bloody horrible. And that's completely different to the Lazarus monster. It, it was on my short list. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I went with Kroll, though, because I thought that um, it kind of made the same point in a slightly better way. Um, the, 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 new, the new series effect that I came very close to putting on my list, and I almost blew out my list to six to get it on, but I just thought it was a little unfair is that original Slovene effect from the first Slovene two-parter in Series 1. And I kind of wanted to work out 
in my mind or, or judge these in my mind as how they would have looked at the time, not how they look now. And I mm. think the Slovenia is a really good example where it looked pretty good for 2005. Yeah, I remember there's a little bit of talk about, you know, the, the, the way that the CG versus the animatronic or the costume version sort of didn't quite gel with each other. And occasionally you'd sort of look at the, uh, the CGI blinking eye over the animatronic head. You know, mm. that doesn't quite gel. But looking at it 16 years later, it does look very, very dated and of its time. In the way that I've said before, you look at the original Harry Potter movie now, which at the time was, you know, as good as money could buy. There are some effects in that you look at now and you go, wow, that's dated. Oh, is it Quirrell who takes his turban off and he's got Voldemort on the back of his head? Yes, yes. Spoilers, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that looks shocking. But you know what's interesting about the, um, the Slovene, Dave, is that within the space of a season, later in Boomtown, the Slovene look much better. So yeah, there are some dodgy effects in World War Three, but by the time you get to Boomtown... They look a whole lot better. I think they use more of the sort of man in the suit in Boomtown as well. And that just looks instantly better than the CG. But even the CG looks better. So it's almost like maybe they had more time to be post-producing that later episode, maybe. I don't know. But there is a marked difference with Slovene in the space of a series. Yeah, and I think the other thing that good production teams are good at is looking at a script looking at what they can and can't do and what they can afford to do. Mm. And I think that a lot of the examples that we've mentioned here are perhaps examples of where the production team overestimated their capacity or overestimated their budget and Mm. it just didn't quite work out. Or sometimes they've made a very deliberate decision. As as I said, I think the Axos Duna Monster, they've looked at all the things they've got to make for the Claws of Axos and gone, well, look, one of these things is on screen for four seconds. How much money are we going to spend on that? It'll, you know, it'll be come and gone, and they had no idea that one day we'd own these stories on Blu-ray and watch them again and again. So mm-hmm. you, you get that. Um, the one that's really interesting, though, is the Wirren, because I was really surprised you put that on your list. Really? Uh, and, and once... Well, yeah, but, but once you explained it, obviously, I've gone, well, actually, yeah, he is right. And and you didn't mention the um the cute little... Like mini Wirrens that are dragged across the uh, <laughs> dragged across the outside of the ship at the end. Um, it is very very obvious though that the Wirren, you're right, are just a costume with no bottoms. And and there's some wonderful like fan artwork of what a Wirren looks like with its little clawy thing at the bottom and walking on its legs and all the rest of it. But yeah, you're right. It doesn't quite work. Were there any on my list that you sort of were surprised by, Rob? Um, not hugely, because Kroll was almost uh, a pick of mine. Uh, Dalek Sec, maybe? That that sort of didn't register in my head, but when you said it, I was like, oh, God, yes, that looked absolutely stupid. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. If this was bad special effects, I wouldn't put it on there, but it's worse special effects, and I think anything that you're laughing at that you're meant to be scared of is a problem. And I, I think that's probably the um, the Arato problem from Creature from the Pit. You're meant to be terrified of this thing as it goes and attacks Jeffrey, Jeffrey Baldwin, yeah. um, but you're laughing at it. Yeah, And that's, that's the problem. We are running right up to the 20-minute mark of this episode, Rob, so it's time to wrap up. And Ooh. therefore, it is time to pull a new topic from Turlo's Hat of Rassilon. Here we go. And our topic for next month is... Top five stories from the 1980s. Oh, I love it. I love it. 
That's going to be uh, very indulgent, very, very straightforward, I think. Very indulgent. And we look forward to you joining us all for that next month. Absolutely. But until then, I've been Rob. And I've been Dave. See you next time. Bye. Bye.